0: Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Logar, the Barbarian.
1: And this is John.
0: John, we finally got something in the mail.
1: Yes, we did.
0: Delver number two. If you all have been listening, you heard our review on Delver number one. In fact, you probably even heard our visit from James Floyd Kelly, who is the one who put out Delver number one and number two. And just to be up front with all of our listeners, not only did we have the author of this on the show, we actually have an ad in a supported uh, sponsored random charts and tables page on page 51 of this. So I'm just being forward about that aspect of this. So I I'm going to say that that didn't influence my opinion of this, but you can, you can, uh, you know, I'll be forward, but I, I, first things first, I'm just going to say this to get it out of the way with Delver number two is I liked it more than I liked Delver number one.
1: I, I enjoyed it a lot. I think I, I'll agree with you on that. I do like it even better. I think it's getting better as it goes.
0: I, I will point out something that I know that we had spoken about the um, the random tables connecting to the adventure inside of it, and he had said something about he probably That probably won't happen until the third issue, but I see references to the random tables when I went through the adventure here. So mm-hmm. one of the things that, John, you said about the original is that you wish it had more of the random tables connected to the adventure and were used in there. And it looks like that's happened in Delver number two.
1: Yeah, I guess he was able to make some changes. What what specific, do you recall any of the specific tables that he
0: yeah i do there was i'm trying to remember which tables it was i know that the, well the number one i'm going to say that the on page nine okay on page nine the goblin merchant i'm not sure if that was referenced specifically but there were things in the adventure that said stuff about the merchant goblins themselves. okay and then there was another one that i noticed was what page was that mm, 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 mm. i'm not even i don't even remember i've <laughs> never sure but there were, there were mentions of different tables within the adventure itself, leading to some of the ones throughout
1: here. There's definitely lots of tables in the adventure as well.
0: Yes. Now, in issue number one, there was an orc table that we rolled on that I loved, and I still think that's my favorite table of all, of either <laughs> one. But I think one of my favorites here is the goblin merchant. Mm-hmm. I, I like these whimsical ones a lot, where you got these fun characters, and I'm just going to give a quick synopsis of what's going on with this book. Delver, it's got lots of random tables for you to use in game. This one has a few, if you're going to do like hex crawls and stuff like that, Uh, random treasure tables, all kinds of stuff. And then it's got a little adventure in there as well with the map that correlates with it. That's pretty much the contents of it. I like the little goblin table. And the goblins, and there's a builder brigand, which is fun. But I want to do, just to start this off with, I'd like to do roll up the goblin merchant table and see what kind of goblin merchant we have. And that's on page nine. Because I, one thing I like about reviewing the Delver is that there's so many random tables that we get to play around with them. Yes. I'm going to go with this one. And we need a D6 and a D8 and a D12, it looks like. So I've got, a, I've got an eight, an and I've got a 6. I I'll have to find the 12 here in a minute. The goblin merchant's name. Is Flurger Squish Car? <laughs> Did you buy eight? A vial of lake water. Looks like we bought a vial of lake water off this feller. And a special price for 1D8 plus four copper coins. That was number three. If a purchase is made, roll one time. So if you do purchase the vial of lake water for 1D8 plus four copper coins. Then need help? Brother Herp need work. Help you cheap. Two coppers a day. So he'll offer you work for two coppers a day.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So kinda, it's a continuing the encounter with him <laughs> thread at the, the last table is.
0: Yeah. I like that the, the, one of the things that's said in here about the goblins and stuff, because goblins are heavy in this in this issue is that the goblins aren't all evil. A lot of them are merchants and stuff trying to trade mm-hmm. with people and and there's a lot of fun stuff I think that can be done with this adventure and the church in the adventure, even if you ran through the dungeon that's in here. You could come back to it later and rerun, like like if you didn't clear it out all the way, you can change it up because of all the tables that can be morphing and changing throughout.
1: Yeah, and it, it's also a level uh, two. Uh, I believe the first issue had a level one, so I don't know if he's going to continue increasing it, but that's uh that's good. You you know you get a lot of level one adventures. It's nice to see um, something a little higher, I guess. Uh, the, a couple things I'll note are that um, overall, both books have been kind of very generic fantasy, which is great. It's the most popular, kind of, I guess, genre to play in. But it would, uh, as far as suggestions, uh, you know, as he goes on, further along, maybe he could have issues that are kind of dedicated to specific genres like sword and sorcery or gothic theme, you know, different themes, I guess another thing i'll note and this was kind of something that popped up on facebook i don't know if you saw it or not but somebody made a post about the uh the layout yeah something the page numbers with, got cut yeah off. that yes. was
0: posted in kickstarters where i saw that i actually didn't notice that first until uh, i saw made a it post on, a, on the kickstarter somebody
1: somebody posted on a couple of facebook groups too and i thought that was just a bit nitpicky it doesn't bother me at all and again this is like a this is a knit uh, small niche hobby.
0: I feel that I, I think I want to say that the Kickstarter post said something about that being rectified and in, in further printings, but I'm not hundred percent sure, but it should yeah. be a
1: continued promise So anyway, one of those it, things you live and learn. It, it to me, I expect that kind of thing with this with this hobby it doesn't bother me at all, but I will note that there are a bunch of page numbers that kind of get cut off or cut in half.
0: Now, this can be used with not only this is essentially made for old school essentials, but you could use this with a lot of other games. To be honest, it's so just general. Most of these charts and stuff, there's nothing stopping you from using it in a forbidden lands game or your fifth edition game or anything else you can pull it into. Are there any of these uh sections or charts you wanted to highlight cuz there's a I feel like there's a lot more content in this in number 1 than the F-O Oh
1: F-O man, F-O I I got to do what's in the cube. What's oh, the- let's go to the little <laughs> of
0: what's in the cube.
1: Yeah, that's page 40. The
0: gelatinous cube. Yeah. What is that on page 40?
1: So, there's um the first roll you would do is what kind of bones or teeth you found in there. And I came up with two kobold skulls. <laughs> And then a couple, you'll find a couple weapons, or get found some arrowheads and some helmets. Then there's a, a D10 roll for random equipment, uh, and I came up with iron spikes. Those are always handy, and a lot of people forget to get those when they start. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the last is, quote, look, look at that. I guess this is some strange copper mask goblin only magic item plus one ac and a value of 800 gold pieces and so another thing i like about these charts is you can just use these and add to them you can make them you know six eight how many ever new entries or you can add your own entries to them and make the you know the die roll a, a larger die you know it's also good not just for brainstorming specific what he has but just the um the over general things you can add and you know brainstorm yourself to add to it
0: yeah and, and you can use these and it doesn't have to be just for this adventure for all like like i said even just for old school essentials yeah but like a lot of these charts are really useful for if you're running another module and you just need it to have a little more flavor and flair some helpful stuff he does good at that i appreciate it i do want to point out at the uh, in the book was it the back of the book or where is it we've uh he's got a thank you backers he or is it the very front of the book he mentions his patreon he started up um where's the patreon page oh no i've lost Uh, it
1: thank you backers at the very back i don't see anything about the patreon oh here it is
0: want more random join the lost tomes patreon For just a dollar a month patreons will receive the following three weekly pdfs page of random charts tables page of three times magic items page of two times advanced hirelings access to online videos miniature painting terrain crafting live discussions three end of year pdf magazines collecting all content lost pages lost artifacts and lost hirelings for just five dollars a month patreons receive all of the above plus monthly mini adventure with maps ready to run end of year PDF magazine, collecting lost adventures, three printed books, lost page, lost artifacts and lost adventures, internal backers, just paying shipping. More info at patreon.com backslash Delver. So go to patreon.com backslash Delver and check that out. Now I believe there's a Delver three that's going to be coming out in the future. And hopefully we can get a hold of him to come on here and talk about that one.
1: Yeah. Well, did you uh, get a chance to check out the, uh, the little DM section that he he
0: oh uh, about the oh I was gonna bring that up
1: yeah the referee roundtable
0: mentioned that because talking about the war games and the skirmish games the one that he so he he does a he does a uh an article there that talks about using skirmish games and war games as your settings for your OSR games the one that he specifically brought up was Frostgrave and that's Osprey Press I believe they're called I do have that and I I was like I was gonna bring that book here. When I like that idea I might start flipping through it tonight looking through it and see what kind of cool ideas are in there
1: yeah it's just a good idea when you're when you're talking about se- he basically says that with settings you can use other you know adjacent um content and he called out specifically skirmish war games use the settings that they have you don't need to use the rules or play a skirmish game but you can use the settings because a lot of times they're very there's a lot of detail and and uh the work's already done for you so i know you know i guess i always knew that i could do that but it's not something that you really think of when you're setting up your campaign to look outside of specific role-playing games for your you know your setting
0: you know what that made me think of and this was a little bit related got my brain flowing I've, i've got this giant board game with modules for it and stuff that i never get a chance to play ever, very rarely it's called descent it's sort of a dungeon crawl tabletop uh board game mm-hmm.
1: yeah and it's very popular
0: i was like wow that would be i would be cool to kind of use descent and the different dungeons and configurations as <laughs> in that mm-hmm. manner that he's talking about and kind of take some of that stuff that would be cool that's what my mind went to for some reason when i read that i am i do like that Frostgrave book that is pretty cool and i have never had a chance to play that game mostly because i haven't bought a bunch of minis and and COVID has been going on and everything else. Yeah. so so yeah i i uh my personal opinion on delver number two is that it was better than delver number time number one and i liked delver number one i like delver number two a great deal
1: yeah uh, i'm i'm with you on it i like it a lot too
0: and I'm looking forward to Delver number three. And this one did not come with the, as many cards as the other one had. It came with a a postcard of the of the uh, dungeon itself. But there was also an add-on there with the guild zine, which I'll probably get into in a future episode or here, maybe next week or so. I'm not sure when I'm going to jump on this one. I haven't had as much time to look over the guild zine and read through it like I did Delver 2. So uh, once that's done, I'm going to jump on it. Great. <laughs> that's about all we have time for today. If you've enjoyed this podcast, share it on social media and give us a positive review. That always helps us. You can find us on Facebook. You just search Wobblies and Wizards. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog. You can find me on Twitter at Crom And keep those dice rolling. Bye-bye.